Well, hey, happy Monday. Welcome to GC365. We've got my friend CJ. I'm Alex. So glad you're with us. It is Monday, December 13th. CJ, I just told you, so we can't forget, shout out birthday to my mom. Happy birthday, mom. I know that you're watching because it's it's your birthday and you know that your son's on here. So of course you're going to watch. So First one to say it too. That's right. right. Because it's up. Well, she's not an early riser. That's okay. So... It's just, all right. Send it to her. Early. And she's in Idaho, but it's all right. Happy birthday, mom. Glad you're glad you're with us. Well, here we go, CJ. Yeah. Love it. Uh, now, if if you didn't watch the very beginning of January, CJ and I started the year together. Yes, we did. Now and we're, we're ending it. it together. Yeah, which is great. We had some just cool visionary yeah. uh pictures in our uh January day that we had uh Moses in the reeds and then uh up on the mountain we had hey, yeah. uh the uh, Elijah John the Baptist vision with the disciples right. up there, right? So it was, you know, it was pretty cool. That was good. This, I mean, there's some like in our in our reading today. There's some good vision, but some good vision. What do you I mean? mean? Okay, come on. Really? So like, yeah. Well, clearly, Revelation, obviously. Ev- yeah, there's get, a whole lot of everything. This right? is when we start getting good vision with Revelation. So very good. Right? Very good. Right. Draw your own conclusions at this point. Right. I know. Right, and Pastor we just Dan? are coming out of. Uh, let's see. So uh, with um, the letters, the letters with yep. Dan. So it's been a fun uh, series with that. But here we are. We're in Obadiah, though. Obadiah. So let's let's let's. We've got shortest book of the Bible. Hey. Shortest book of the Bible. I mean, I'm starting. It's growing on me, right? I'm, I, I told you. I think yeah. it's probably the most underrated, I guess, of the prophets or yeah. the minor prophets. Just you know, because you just breeze through it and do you pay attention to it? Well, we are today. We right? are now. It's our day and you are too, because you're watching. Yeah. So, so, so um, you know, it's great because it talks about you know, it, it gives the prophecy that God has, uh, you know, towards what was some pretty bad stuff that the Edomites did, did. to the Israelites as they went forward and, you know, were conquered and, you know, then the Edomites didn't help them at all, you know, taking them, uh, you know, in and and then beating them and killing yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, and that's, you know, what, what God really came back and, and judged them on. And this Obadiah was giving that prophecy. And I, I think there's a couple of cool things that, you know, you and I talked about that yeah. I, I just always think is interesting. I always love, you know, going to, you know, different let's, parts of the Bible and pulling yeah. different stuff out and drawing them together. And, you know, the Edomites, right? Descendants of Esau, Esau. right? Jacob, I love Esau, I hated. Okay. And so anybody that's a descendant of Esau in the Bible, we like generally find that they're just not good. They're just they, not good people. There is a little bit of um, the uh, generational uh trouble that's yep. happened there, it's hereditary for sure. yeah. and for whatever reason it just kind of keeps going through the lines of esau uh but like the edomites part of that and then they kind of get conquered as we go forward and then they turn into the idomans and then they turn into you know part of the 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 romans and then like yep. herod gets anointed as he's an idoman and he gets anointed and then oh the messiah gets announced and he goes and says all two-year-olds and under in bethlehem are gonna die So you're now. really so, going deep with this and i like I, this i'm this just saying good. like hey i CJ, so you don't know, if you don't know, CJ is really good about helping us, like, and not, we're not staying in the rabbit hole, but like going down these and just kind of finding that and going back checking and, them. And, and checking them and going back. Cause as we were talking about before about uh, in Isaiah and how this all comes, comes forward and, and, and even in revelation about how, right. About how it goes back and how here we have John and what he's referring to in that. So yep. it's, it's fascinating. It's know? cool. Yeah. And Obadiah says this all before it happens. And then so that, I mean, it's included in the Bible, it's prophecy. And, you know, here it's come to 
to pass. Yeah. And then like, you know, it's kind of your interpretation as to, oh, wow, is this happening again? How does this continue to carry forward? And, you know, like we look at Isaiah and Isaiah in a couple of places says, hey, at the end times, the Edomites will rule the nations. And so like when we draw these different things together, you know, leads us right into Revelation 4, yeah. which, you know, we just got done with the letters, right? We just got done with that series, right, as a church, which is really cool. And now it's like, all right, we get into chapter 4, and this is yeah. where the cool visions start, right? They start, yeah. Because this, I mean, like, preface everything that from here on out for the rest of the year that we talk about Revelation, anyone going forward, yeah. this is John writing down what, what he is seeing seen. in his in his you know just visualizations that the lord is giving him and taking him in the spirit which is show. hard enough for us to comprehend if you if you just pause and really look at what revelations is saying not revelations revelation yes right singly <laughs> yeah um but that it's even hard for us to conceptualize at least hard for me to conceptualize as you're sitting there going whoa wait what is now I've read through the one year Bible before, and there's times when you'll, this is the one thing I love about these GC365s, allows us to pause and really kind of say, okay, what is this saying? Versus getting through it and listening and going, okay, but but it's, the imagery is strong, right? I mean, imagery is super strong. And the way that John is describing it is like, you know, part of you is like, is he describing like, you know, a kingdom or is he describing like the pit of hell, right? Like, yeah. you know, he's the beast and then the beauty and the rainbow, you know what I mean? And just, just like, wait, where, where, where are we? Where, where is he taking us? Right. With the right? throne that, that he's just describing and the, 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 just as the door that opens, I mean, is, is it, it's the door into heaven, the door, right? And when, and is he seeing that is, right. you know, I mean, do you, do you talk about it being like a rift in time? Like as we look, you know, in the forward and, you know, or, or how that un unfolds, you know, yeah. who knows, right? But, um, you know, there's, there's some cool things, right? Like the six winged beasts, right? Like go back to Isaiah, we got yeah. the six winged Swing. seraphim, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I mean, like, okay, well, one's like a, you know, calling an angel of light, right? And the other is a beast, you know, the head of a cow, you know what I mean? Or how we're, we're seeing it described here in John's vision is, um, you know, it's, it's pretty telling, yeah. right? And, you know, we get to the end, right? And I, I think that this was one of the things that, that I, I mentioned to you about like, hey, like, yes, we, we, we love, you know, all that is in the word, right? Yeah. But we also like with so much discernment have to know that the word has been translated over time yeah. and changed by the people who translated it for, you know, what we can hope is the better translation and huh. true meaning, but right, there's a lot allows to interpretation. Us to, uh, right, allows us maybe a, a more of a current understanding of it where, with our languages that we were in, right? Yeah, current understanding with our language as we are today, right? English, I mean, they weren't writing this in English, right? right. I mean, but at the same time, like we look back and we go to maybe one of the most like initial places that we can see that initial translation from. And, you know, I, I always say, and Alex is, you know, generally encouraged yeah. me to do this is, hey, look back in the different versions, you know, look at the King James, but look at the other translations and, you know, make sure that, you know, you're, you're grounded in the word, right? And this is an area that, you know, I just look at and I'm like, Wow, the last verse, thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Right? Like, 
thy pleasure isn't translated the same as you just read in your New Living Testament or, or, or maybe a different version that you read. And I just, you know, I took that as, hey, like John is describing like what has gone on and everything being created yeah. for us almost as a, hey, this is your the riches of the world. Take this world's riches as you will, but know the real riches are the sacrifice. Yeah. That, that that you're seeing here, right? And it's a, I mean, well for the translation. If you're in the New Living, it's it says you are worthy, O Lord our God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and they exist because you created what you pleased, right? Versus at the very because it's the last sentence that you're versus really, versus for thy pleasure they are and were created, right? Right. So really, I mean, if we're really, and we, I mean, we, we splitting hairs here. I don't know, right? Well, we really have to get into, right? right, into, into um, the Hebrew to to really understand, yeah, of of and understand the translation of it, which is which is a powerful thing to be able to, to do. And unfortunately, totally. you know, we don't, I don't have that open here. So, but oh we can, man, I mean, think about we that. There's go. so much just discussion around like, okay, what does seven mean? Right. I mean, does it mean seven or right. does it mean perfect? Right. Yep. Like, I mean, you can go back and there's a lot of debate yep. about all that and seven lamps and we get the seven spirits, right? Seven, yeah. seven spirits. Interesting and cool. I, I mean, you know, they don't ever tell you what those seven spirits are in revelation, but we hear right. them other With, places throughout in the Bible, yeah. right? And it's about, you know, number one, the spirit of the Lord, right? But then it's about wisdom and power and knowledge. And, you know, as we the, as we as we look at those different spirits, right, that all are, you know, helping well, us. Well, did you say that? You know, it's interesting because John, when he first starts in this, he's talked about how he's instantly in the, the spirit, spirit right? right? And that's the spirit of the, the Lord, Lord is where he's instantly in. And that's uh, as we... It's, I believe it's one of those things that, again, it's, it's the, being in the spirit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's, for, for us to be in the spirit is, uh, is something that I, I would even say culturally today we would take for granted mm -hmm. uh, because it's something that you, you really have to, to that means you're, you are in the presence. Yeah, you uh, feel it, you're talking to the Lord and, and, and he's hearing you and you're hearing him and you know that, in itself, like takes a whole lot of, well, I mean, maybe drugs or in, 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 well, in all of our hope and love, like right. just a whole lot of faith and trust and being able to have that it's, conversation. It's right? a, it's a, it would be a, a, a divine discipline, I believe, mm -hmm. to, to be truly in the spirit where you know you're in the spirit. That's not mm -hmm. a, I think I'm in the spirit, right? You it's only a, know that you're you in You know the, you're yeah. in the spirit. And it's just here we, and if you, pull in the current times of where we are, because we, we can't help but do that, is to say, so how do we then, how do we today make sure that we are attuned to God's spirit mm. in our daily lives? Yeah. So, you know, I think it's one thing to be able to read through this and go through this, but how do we make sure, and how do we, the imagery and the visions that we have here allow us to to guide us to be closer to God. Because mm -hmm. God talks about, or John talks about in this, those who read this are blessed, right? Those who who immerse themselves in this, those who, so, but you not only read it, but to be it. So mm -hmm. I think that's just, I, the challenge I would say is how do we, how do we be it? How do we pause to, to just not allow this to just gloss over into, because this is in a very important book of the Bible and it's very, 
I want to, I don't want to use the word controversial, but it's very misinterpreted uh, by all, and mm-hmm. um, and it can be taken out of context, and that's then where it's so important to be in the spirit. Yeah, yeah, would, absolutely. I, I think right. you're spot on with what you're saying, and um, I mean, there's so much in there, and hopefully, you guys have gotten it as well. So I know we're going here. Let's jump into Psalms. Um, you. I know that we kind of talked about just, again, here it is. It's a song. This is a song mm-hmm. to those on a pilgrimage. And you you had said, you can just imagine singing this. Yeah. Like you can imagine being in a whole group of people right. that are just kind of, you know, I don't want to say trodden along, but you have such a long road ahead of you, right? Like, I mean, just think of yeah. our life today, right? Yeah. I mean, going forward, like just, there's just such a long road ahead of so many different things, you know, that we have as Christians that we know, you know, are are, are going to happen to us. And yeah. so, you know, you combine yeah. a lot of those things and, you know, you think about this and you think about, all right, I, you know, boy, there's a lot of good descriptive words in, in, in this Psalm today. And, you know, a lot of the good songs that David wrote are really cool. Well, they are, right? And there is, and it's a journey and they don't, we, we know where they're, you know, they're talking about where they're going. We, just as today, though, we don't know where we're going mm-hmm. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Just what does tomorrow hold, right? Yep. And there's a lot of uncertainty in it, but yet it... They're the, being led by God, right? Being and led. They're, and they're so again, trusting in the faith and, you know, taking those spirit. steps forward, even though they don't know where they're going, right? right? Yeah. All right, Proverbs, we're going to wrap on this. You like this one, right? Verse 25 there, Oh, right? yeah. That's fearing people. Is a dangerous trap, but trusting the Lord means safety. Oh man! Mm. All right, I'm gonna go back real, real, real quick and lead, read that last verse, King James Version, just because I love doing that. There you go. The fear of man bringeth a snare, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. Right? I mean, can we can we say anything better than that? Just in this world right now, like, hey, if the, you're repeat fearful, the last line, just yeah. just that last. Who do you put your faith in? Whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. There we go. Right? Just safe. Trust in the Lord. Right? Trust in the Lord that removes our fear. We will be safe like he has and will provide. Trust in the Lord. Yep. Trust in the Lord. Love it. As you go about the rest of your Monday. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord in all things. Hey, thanks for being with us. Hope you can join us again tomorrow. All right. Have a good one.